Hello, and welcome back to another episode of A Record of My Father. Today, we're going to be talking about retirement for an entrepreneur and what that necessarily means and how maybe this can be a struggling time in somebody's life. (laughs) (laughs) It might be a little confusing. It might be like that one Twilight Zone episode where the toys are in the bottom of the bucket in the middle of snow. (laughs) I don't know. What is it like? What is it like? I'm I'm the soldier guy in the bottom of that bucket. Okay, was that the one that was at the top or the bottom? I'm the bo- I'm the guy that's trying to figure out how to climb up the side of the walls. Doesn't he? Get I think out? I have. I still have a job. And he falls it. in the snow, right? I think that's you know we were talking about the title about whether or not it should be retirement, retirement of entrepreneur, and then I'm like, or is it? You know, because I think about dun, dun. like it. It. I mean, it, you know, the history is that. Like retirement from what? I mean, when I think about what I've done with the first 40 years, it's always been where I was involved in early stage or actually in the actual startup of a company and built it through time and then sold it or totally messed it up and (laughs) crashed and burned and uh, which was my fault. And, you know, no, no. No blame it on anybody. I mean, done that, uh, crashed and burned, did okay, broke even, uh, did okay, did really well another time. But I think that that it's very odd when you come to the end of that. I left I left a position that was well doing well and had had a lot of opportunity and you know and I I left it because I kind of was looking ahead and said I need to do something else, Uh, and I didn't know what that was but I knew I needed to do something else. And I left in the December of 2020 and here it is. What year is this? 2022 from the last time that I checked, which was about a week ago. (laughs) Okay. So it's September, 2022. And here, and here I am sort of like, yeah, I got to figure it out. And I mean, at first I was unwilling to talk or unwilling to say that I was retired. Cause once again, I, I did this when I was 45, when I retired, you know, when you went to school and here I was, and I don't really think of it as retiring. I think of it as like, you know, looking for the next thing I'm going to do. And so I worked on an idea and the idea was, you know, it was data and, you know, uh, uh, about public companies. Again, it was in my vein. Uh, I would be selling it to the same people building it. It would be, it wasn't going to be really competitive with the last companies I'd worked. It was a little bit to the right or the left. And I wanted to pursue an idea where I could put the idea together and then sell it and then not have to go through the, you know, 10 years of experience of building it from zero and just, you know, certainly you don't get the upside, but then you can just walk away because you have a good idea and you sell the good idea. And that was, that was the thought process. I worked at it for five or six months and I worked out with a a really good buddy of mine. And I just came to the conclusion (laughs) that it it was, there were, there were just a lot of significant weaknesses in it. That, that worried me to the point where I just sort of petered out on it, you know? It sounds like you're uncomfortable with just existing and that you need to keep working or else you will just dissipate well, into nothingness and uh, dematerialize your entire body. I mean, I feel like a lot of Americans and a lot of people in general have surrounded themselves in this culture where they need to be working at something and working forward and it's so because we're just so uncomfortable with merely waking up every day and existing we need to be focused on something well yeah 
I, I agreed in, in, in all points that it, it, you feel like you have to produce, you have to do something, you have to move forward. If you're not moving forward, if you're standing still, Hey, it's inflation, you're going backwards. You know, you, you, you can, uh, I think, I think what you say is, and I, I've just, I picked up a book when you said that, that I'm just looking at now and it's called the importance of living. And it's a little bit about that, particularly in the U S that we have a problem with, as you say, existing, it's not something that, that people are okay with doing, just going out and enjoying the sun and sitting. And that's, and I'm, 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 I'm a driven person. I'm antsy. So for me, you know, it's very hard to think. I've never thought of in terms of, and I still don't think that I'm retired. I think I'm, you know, I'm just going along doing the stuff I want to do until I see something that's interesting. And, you know, this week I started thinking about, I want to play piano. So I'm going to learn how to play piano, you know, and I'll pursue it for, you know, six months, nine months, a year, two years, five years, 10 years, however long it entertains my, you know, how I like it. So a week, a week. Yeah. Well, I I would say that, you know, I got out of that. I, I pursued that idea. And then at the end of that idea, then I started to go like, ah, I'm kind of, I, I, I changed my lifestyle, you know, June of last year is when, you know, I, ch- I had a man cave garage where we drink beer, smoke cigars, do all the old, the rotten things that old fat men do. Uh, and me being one of them that I, I, probably <laughs> the primary one and the facilitator the, uh, the facilitator that's right and what is it you say the center of attention right the ceo yeah the ceo the entrepreneur the entrepreneur of the caveman and he, no that was started long before me anyway remove the smoke eater clean out the garage changed everything put a rubber flooring on half of it uh got gym equipment and started working out and doing that uh, i mean since then on average, about three or four times a week. I think you've lost weight too. You know, I mean, or at least you're standing yeah. taller. You're more. You're I, more I moved of, it around mostly, but uh, more of a toned man. Your ears well, yeah, feel larger. Better. I mean, feel better. I mean, that and walking down the stairs. Yeah. Uh, walking down the stairs when you're 62 years old, and when you first wake up in the morning, if you don't get a second to walk around, all your muscles and everything gets tough and tight and everything. And now I don't have that problem. I can just walk right down the stairs and bop. Walking around like a uh, penguin of sorts. <laughs> and uh, you're, I was like, what's wrong with you? And you're like, I just gotta, I just gotta get moving. I gotta get moving. Yeah. <laughs> and now since then though, since like, what was that? That was about like probably five, six years ago. You can walk normally. It's, it's weird. Your gait has completely changed, completely yeah. changed forever. Well, and you I still don't that, stretch. I mean, I don't know. Well, well, maybe that's one thing that, you know, of all the things that I've learned in this filthy word that you keep saying retirement, which I think is insulting to everybody out there that you can cuss like that on, on a podcast. Uh, uh, I think that, that it's exercise. And I know it's really, really stupid to say, but that has materially affected me. That is, it has changed my attitude. It has changed the way I feel, you know, which they're interrelated. Uh, and, you know, I couple it with, you know, working out with you, working out with mom. So relationships are stronger. I mean, there's so many different things that that adds to it. Uh, the, the other thing I'm trying to do is, is to, you know, what's next? 
Yeah. You, you don't know? seem nearly as bothered by the unmalleable things in your life, right? You, I, I would just see you kind of visibly bothered during the uh, the pandemic prior to you starting this journey. And um, you just seemed upset. I don't know. I don't know what that was. Well, Something you, on like it's the it lives. You know, when you see somebody who's just walking down the well, street. Well, you get to a point in your life. And I don't know if people are this. I'm sure everyone's this introspective. When you cross the six, when, you're, when your parents die. You know, mine died 20 years ago. You know, when you, when you, and then you, that, that's like the first stage where you start to realize your longevity. And my parents died in their mid seventies, you know, from whatever we can go into all that and we can make each other cry and get over it. But no, uh, I'm 63. That gives me 10 to 15 years. If I'm on their timeline, I feel like I'm in better shape in all this. So I would say I probably got 20 years, you know, so then I'm sitting there and in a situation where I don't have to go punch the clock, go to work somewhere and do something, I have a choice. And so now I have to say, you know, when I'm at work and that's, this is what I kind of think made me leave my last job was primarily that I was sitting there going like, you know, you, you, you can do better. You know, I thought, I thought I could do better and I'm, and I'm trying and I've worked with charities which I think makes me, that makes me feel better. I've worked on, and strategy is kind of my thing. I look into the future and say, what the heck's going to happen for three, four, five years from now. I work with multiple cherries on helping them do their strategy. And that to me is a cool thing. You know, hey, what are you going to do? How are you going to do it? How are you going to pay for it? I'm the guy that asks all the hard questions and uh, I help you find answers to them. And that's, that's my thing. And not necessarily just in any particular field. I do that with startups, with businesses and everything. And I'm a loud mouth and I like to be the center of attention, but those are sort of sidebar happiness things for those people that interact with me, aren't they? But then you're applying what you've learned all of these years in a more beneficial way. You're not just kind of harboring this information like some giant encyclopedia and you're actually sharing it with people for no low cost, right? Of $5,000 yeah. like you see on the QVC <laughs> shopping really? list, right? <laughs> and it's $5,000 encyclopedia. Kind yeah. Of, but no, no, it's really beneficial that you're just. You're yeah, I think it's it, for me, it's it's that that's been sort of this really it, it, it's a good thing. But but it's not it's being a teacher almost. It's I not mean, the thing. Well, is. I thought about that, too. I thought about like, wow, I should go t teach entrepreneurship or something like Nova that. or something. I don't think you can teach that, though, can you? Can you really teach entrepreneurship? I mean, I guess I think what, what you would do is you'd have to have a topic or a plan and say everybody bring in their ideas and we will just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk each idea through and tell you what are going to be the, the pain points and what are not going to be the pain points. Cause I think this is, I've done this. I was a judge for entrepreneurs and it was, it shocked me to have people come in and say, you know, it was this one place and in like 18 of them, we're going to start little retail coffee shops. And I'm just like, do, do, do you know what that costs? Well, you know, I've got like a $2,000 saved and I'm going like, whoa, you're going to rent a place. Do you know what rent costs? No. Do you know this? Do you know? Do you know this? No. Do you know this? No. And it was just sort of like, whoa. I always love the shops with the monogram towels. Yeah. There's like 50 of them and they all have like my monogram initials on it. It makes me feel special inside almost. But... I always think that it's someone that it's a hobby. 
Oh, that's a hundred percent a hobby. That's yeah. definitely a hobby. It's a retire a retirement hobby. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Well, I don't I mean, I think if you're gonna throw money, I mean not that that's not that would not be of interest to me. You know? No puzzle store. I mean yeah. you're a big well, puzzle well, if you, guy. If it's something you enjoy and, and you have the opportunity and you're financially okay to do it, then then you should have it and you should do it. And it, you know, I, I don't need to be crap on other people's dreams and what makes their day better. I've got plenty of my own to crap on. <laughs> no, definitely. And well, actually I don't, I'm trying to find them. Um, that's what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so what I, would, a, what would the next step look like after? Uh, so I think you're taking your health more seriously. You ever think about being one of those vitamin guys that just takes a ton of vitamins and well, it's just like Iron Man with vitamin I have, levels. I mean, what I'm trying to do with the health is I take a few pills every day and I'm trying to end those. I had a blood clot. I used to take that. I don't take that anymore because, and I think it's, I think it's exercise and diet. I mean, hark, you know, this, the silliest thing is, is that every, <laughs> every time you hear something, every time you read something, it, it all kind of boils down to what you did to yourself, you know? Oh, definitely. Oh, it just, it's, it's so horrible. I do not want to face the consequences of the crap that I ate and the food and the, and the liquor that I drank and the, and the cigars and cigarettes that I smoked. I don't want to face those consequences. That's not fair. I want to take a pill and make it all go away. I don't know why we haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. And then, and then it's like, well, because you're like you, you're 20 something and you don't realize that when you're to point to me. Yeah. I, I, I think the thing is, is that when you're young, you're, you're not planning about the future. You're, you're looking at one year, two year, you're invincible. Uh, you know, most people, when I, when, when I was in my teens, you thought you were not going to live to 20 when you're in your twenties, you're not going to live to such and such. I had some certain epiphanies that were asked to me to make me think about the future, but I don't, I don't regularly look into the future a long distance unless it's some type of strategy. you never made like a five-year plan or something. Like I mean, that. I, I did, I did do that. And 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 I tell other people to do that, but but I'm I'm not great at it. But it, it I did that when uh, when I got my first job, I had the epiphany when the when the, my brother came to me and said, you know, uh, I was I was working and uh, it was my first professional real job, researcher, and things were going well, and I was doing well. And he's like, oh, that's neat. He said, so what's uh, if 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 everything goes right. And you, and you get every single promotion and every single advance that you are currently at in your current position, where will you be in five years? And I'm like, oh, I'll be a blah, 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 blah. I'll be making six figures. You know, I was just like six figures was the sky then, you know, I mean, because I was I mean, making it still is now. I would yeah. think that, I mean, that's what people yeah. look for. And I was uh, making like $15,000 a year. So for me, that was huge, you know. So it was a big thing. And I said that and he's, and he's, and he goes, yeah, yeah, those are good, good goals, good goals. And then he looks at me and he goes, you gotta be, you gotta be satisfied. And I, next day I started hunting. I, I could just, that just, cause I knew I wouldn't, I, 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 I thought about like, oh, wow, what would it be like? And then it wasn't. And and I have to apply that to where I am today. And I keep doing that. I think I think I kind of look at something and I work at it and I work at it for a while. And if it looks like that it's going to have longevity and be something that that I would do over time, that I would continue to pursue it. I mean, one of the things that I've pursued since, you know, 
I was knee high to a grasshopper is uh, uh, travel. I mean, and that's something that I've done a lot of uh, over the years, but very, very intensively in the last couple of years because I've had all the time in the world. You know, even even when I worked at past companies, I I really pushed the envelope on you know remote learning. To, I, I mean, remote uh, everything. But now, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, seven. We'll go to eight countries this year. Something like that. I mean, you know, Costa Rica, Morocco, Portugal, uh, Alaska, you know, that country. And then Antarctica, South America, Central America. Uh, there's there's another few in there. When you talk about later in life, we won't call it retirement anymore, right? Because it's yeah. offensive. Yes, but it's uh, very offensive. Just very. But could go you ahead. see yourself living in a foreign country? Could you see yourself physically moving to like Southeast Asia? I think I, think I could live anywhere in the world. I don't have a problem with that. I think the the thing is is that my family's here, my wife's family's here. So you can't live anywhere in the world, right? So yeah. it's going to be. I think what we're going to have to do is we're just going to have to kill them all off. <laughs> you know. So when we when we spread this podcast, we probably shouldn't tell them that because it's their fault. And I think one by one, it's it's kind of interesting when you see the way families kind of move as they all reach retirement age. It's like you know, do we move away? Do we go far away? You know, how often do we see each other? Well, it's not that far, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going like, well, you know, Europe's eight hours, seven hours, you know, probably like, 10 if you figure out you're going to have to go to the airport. Like moving to Canada, like far. Montreal's close. Not, you know? not on the East Coast. I'm, I'm like Alberta or something like that. Yeah. It's like moving over there. Or Seattle or something like that. But it's cold and, you know, and she's not Crazy. a cold person and I'm not a. And I'm not a rainy person. Oh, I was just saying distance-wise. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah you're right. It's of... as far from Seattle to here as it is. I, I, didn't Reagan do that in the in the like the 80s when he said, "Is it's it's oh gosh, it was it's as far it's farther from Maine to Texas than it is from Florida to Cuba," <laughs> which is that's like a, that's a great quote. It was something like that. I'm mm -hmm. sure. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing or misquoting, but it was comical, and uh, a number of people picked up on that. No, that is rather hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. So no. So you, so I think that yeah. No. But but yeah. I think the idea of a five year plan for retirement is a great idea to have sort of pillars on things that you still want to do, and I I, I want to accomplish things. I I I want to continue to work in the charity world. I want to travel more. I have uh, my list of like 50, probably 40, 50 places I want to go. And they're all over the world. And usually when I'm planning them during them, they pop up. And I, and I guess the, you know, people ask me why, and you know, why do you want to do that? It's like, I think that I, I just, it's a lot of people go to school and continue education. A lot of people want to continue to learn things. They read books. They do stuff like that. I'm too stupid to do that. I uh, I need to fly somewhere and interact with the people and learn the culture and see, you know, see the Taj Mahal, see uh, Lake, Vic I mean, uh, uh, Victoria Falls I, and touch it. That to me is just, that's more of an experience. That's the experience that is cool. I got hands. I got to use them, right? Right. I got hands. I got to use them. I think that's that's really special in terms of, you know, what's funny, too, is the more I travel, the more I hate those Americanized tours <laughs> where they get you on the tours. And it's like five reiterations of one person. 
and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm sick of this. I'm really, yeah. really sick and tired of seeing people that I could see at home almost. Yeah. <laughs> like they live well, next to me. Yeah. But you can't, I think the, the, when you, when you go and you go to other places and, and like that, cause I've traveled like that too, but it's, but you also have, you have to step back and have to realize that not everybody has the opportunity to not do that. Very true. You know, I mean, cause you can, there's, you know, there's, there's budget travel, there's medium travel, there's luxury travel. Then there's like wicked first class, you know, private jet travel. So it, it gets very, I think what I was getting at is actually the lower end and like not taking this luxury cruise, right. Yeah. Or taking a, a luxury tour of a place, but rather just going at it in your yeah. own way, which is There's... vastly cheaper. I mean, you're oh, paying yeah, for yeah. a plane ticket instead of a plane ticket. Well, we did, we did that tour. in Galapagos. Yeah. Which and was, and uh... the interesting thing is, is the one that was like one tenth the cost was actually much better. You know, which is kind of weird. Too much hand-holding the more you spend, I, I find. It's a lot of hand-holding. Th- and it's a lot of hand-holding in a way that brings you back to almost an adolescent age. I mean, they're they're saying, oh, look at that over there. And you're like, I can see this without well, you even that, telling me that, about it. You know, if I went to Iran, I would, I would want hand-holding. Yeah, but that's a very, very <laughs> bad example. I mean, exactly. Just it is. That's why I brought example. it up because yeah. I'm just, you know. That's not applicable to the majority of places right. that you're no. going to go. You no, know? no. There's no, not there, at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, people, you know, you go to Egypt, you go to Jordan, you go to places like that where there's, you know, 3,000-year-old uh, uh, places you want to see, you know, and it's like, oh, my gosh. And it, and there is some idea that you want to have, uh, what do you call it, a handler. And you want, but but I don't, I mean, I don't know, most places I don't need a personal, I, I don't need a person walking around with me. That's not, it's not a necessity. It's like a monkey backpack. Yeah. It's like yeah. they got well, the monkey the backpack is, is on you and they're holding you, the tail. You miss an incredible amount without one. You do. I don't know if I believe that. Well, the thing is, you don't know where, I mean, I've missed things. Uh, uh, because you didn't research properly. Right, exactly. So I don't do my research because, I mean, basically it, it makes a lazy person look smart, I guess. <laughs> yeah pretty much i mean like everybody has google everybody has that wherewithal and like whenever we're like in my travels when somebody's been like oh hey look at this thousand year old cathedral i'm like sick and thank you so much for showing me another cathedral again yeah. and i'm just like I, yeah. I don't care like i don't know where was that uh guyaquil no that was in keto oh because what was the other keto was the one that we toured yeah. Oh, we and we the saw the one with the homeless like, people out front. And we're looking, and you walk inside, and it's gold everywhere. Yeah, we're like, it was pretty abysmal. Yeah, this is really... very. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, opposition. Uh, uh, opposites. Yeah. <laughs> just. Well, yeah, whatever. Pretty, yeah. uh, another story altogether. Well, I think you know, we've we just started to touch on some of the things of retirement. I think this is something that's going to grow. Mm-hmm. And it's going to grow with time. No, and, you know, I mean, the, the thing that, that I haven't kicked on is, is that if I don't stay healthy, there's, there's the health side. That's, Random health issues. Well, that's, I mean, yourself, I, right? I remember talking to a group, uh, I forget where the heck I was, I was in Bermuda or, or New York. And I was talking to these guys, cigar shop, in New York, and they were talking about retiring and where they would live. 
and how they wouldn't live in certain countries because they were worried about the health care and they wanted access to the U.S. health care because they had a feeling that that was better, even though statistics show that it's not. But that's, you know, you can, you know, fear of the unknown, I think. Right. And the, well, it goes back to like not doing your research. I mean, and not knowing and just expecting or What's, just thinking that you already know everything when well, in fact you don't know anything and it's yeah i think it's pretty funny that's 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 that that's true there's also uh this is the way i've always done it you know yeah, what i mean no, definitely i mean i i go to the doctor i have my ppo hmo lsd mnlp you know i have that and i i have one process but if i go in europe how will i do that oh i'll have to wait in a line no you don't uh, if I go somewhere else, uh, well, I have to buy this supplemental crazy insurance and it's like 10 cents of what it is here. <laughs> it's just, you know. Yeah, I remember hearing this quote from somebody that I met. I can't remember who it was. It was an acquaintance of some sort. And they were talking about how they'd been all over the U.S. And now in, later in their life, I think they were like 40, 45. And they were like, I'm trying to take the three blocks that I live in and make that my world and make mm -hmm. all of these random people that I see every day a part of this world that I'm living in. And I thought that was, was pretty interesting. Oh, know. wow. Yeah, he's like, people need to go to all these foreign countries. And he's like, why don't you just explore what's right in front of you? And I don't know. I think there's certain value. Well, I think that there is, uh, you, you, you tend to, the things that you have easy access to, you don't hold as as important. And that's, I mean, for me, I, I, the idea that, you know, climbing Kilimanjaro, it was, it was this, I don't have easy access. Uh, it was difficult. I had to get ready for it and all these different things like that. So that to me is a place to go. You know, when you and I, what, what was the one we, Santa Maria and Guatemala, we climbed that mountain, that it's like, we had to get ready for that. I mean, <laughs> we certainly didn't. I, mean, I, I didn't do anything. I think I walked three miles for one day, one time. Yeah, and that was my that was my preparation. Yeah, but, which was... but you're you're you, you don't have the weather and wear on your body yet. You wait. You wait. yeah. You were like a hundred years old when we yeah. did that. And now I'm like 140. So I mean, you got to see that. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I shouldn't have. We shouldn't have stayed up till. What was it like? It was like four thirty, and then we woke up at five or something like no, that. No, we, we were we were down by one thirty. I think they should not have left that bottle of vodka on the bar. I think that was the. I don't even remember that. I remember that. And then, yeah, that was interesting. It happens. It happens. So I think that that when I look at the longer term, I want to I want to explore different things in life. Uh, I think uh, that's why the music side is interesting. Uh, when I first started out in life, I wanted to be a writer. I've, you know, I've written a couple books, but they're securities books, and you know, they're 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 not really those don't count. Yeah, they don't count. They don't count, right? Yeah, I mean, those were just, they were what they were. Just copy and paste. You know, yeah, a lot of compilation of information yeah. and then headlining it and all that kind of stuff is not the same, even though it still says you wrote this book. But I, I wanted something more that was a story or something like that. I've always got stories, as you can tell by listening to this. They just continue to go. You have like three or four good stories. Yeah. Three or four. Three or four. But um, every yeah, day. So you think you need to make a plan. I think I think that's definitely, I mean, everything in my life that I've done up until now is anything that I've actually happened 
was planned, right? I, I, you can't just wake up one day and say, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this." I feel like you cool. need to. It's almost a manifestation inside your head, saying, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, and I'm actually gonna do it." So I write it down, and I, I write these bullets out, and I cross off the list, right? Yeah, but th- th- there's a problem. The, when, 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 when you think about retirement, your your plan is 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 ultimately to die <laughs> yeah and that's that's not something that you know i'm ready to i mean i don't care i mean i i guess i care but it's like it's not something that i i want to see is the success of my plan i i look more to uh there's things i want to do and things i want to learn and I guess maybe the reason I don't write them down is because if I say five years out, I want to be here, here, and here, and here. I want to be this way. Uh, I am saying that with my health. You know, that makes sense. Yeah. That is something that will give me more time. Or even if I don't get more time, uh, I'm the guy that wants to die of a massive heart attack while he's riding a horse on a speedboat uh, that is being on a hang glider that is being shot at by something. I don't know. It sounds like you need to plan that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, a lot of people, that's the whole thing in the U.S. Like, they call you, especially um, people that have uh, mesocystic cancer. Yeah. And they call people saying, oh, oh we just noticed that you don't really have any plans for what's going to happen. I remember hearing a story about a woman that was getting calls from a funeral home and they were saying, Hey, you haven't purchased a coffin yet. And oh it's my like, God. Yeah. No, it's, it's absurd. Do you want to be a sales guy for that? that I could do I, that. I, I couldn't imagine doing that. Oh could my you? gosh. That'd be, that'd be really, really difficult. Would that be cool in retirement? You know, we're all going to die. You could do that. That yeah. could be a plan. Yeah. That could be a, a little excerpt, <laughs> a little vignette in your life. What do you think about David Lee Roth? And at 55, he became an EMT. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's absolutely wild. And Van Halen was really only five years of the man's life. Like, mm-hmm. I think about that. Five years, and that was it. Yeah. And then it was Van Halen. Well, think Hagar. about the people that become superstars in their teens and 20s. And then it's like, how do you, like, peak and then live past it well he's an artist now he's an oil painter yeah yeah Uh, well some people adjust in a wonderful way and you know a lot of people know you just got to keep it going good yeah well you especially and and some people look for different and that's what i think i'm trying to do now is to look for a different direction than starting another company doing the same thing doing a business doing the business data doing it in large law counting finance it's you know I feel like I've done a lot of that and it's time to go jump in a lake. But I've had people tell me, it's like, well, you know, it's what you know. It's what you loved for years and years and years. So why would you try to go do something somewhere else? And it's like, I'm kind of like torn between the two. And I think that's kind of the, that's kind of an issue that says making the five-year plan. Oh, I'll do another company, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's it's, not what I meant by the plan, by the yeah. way. That's not but I think you look at things way too linearly. And I think you're not looking at the ether that's surrounding this linear path, right? No, all these little inc- inclinations or inklings of things that you could do outside of just these things that you know. I mean, do something you don't know, reinvent yourself. Because I think that's a lot of times what people forget in retirement is that there's other things to do than the things that you already know. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Well, that's a switch, though. 
And you know what I mean? And if you've been doing something for so long, right? Not to say that it's impossible, because right. it's something possible, that's, but... you know, it, it took me a long time to get really, really good at what I have done in the past. So it's gonna, you know, there's that perception that, and I, and I guess the thing is, is that being really, really good has got to be in your own mind. And as long as I'm working at something that I like to do, well, who cares? Exactly. No, I guess that last thing is I don't know how to get to that. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I understand that. You know. What you care and what other people think of you. Well, saying? I want to learn how to play piano, but I want to be a concert pianist. Fuck that. That's, I mean, you know. I, I mean, I, it could have happened. Yeah. I mean, that's the, yeah, it's like, whoa, wouldn't that be cool? You've had yeah. like 60, 70, and 80 year olds become actors like that. Just on the snap yeah. of a finger. I mean, yeah. Bill Withers made Ain't No Sunshine when he was like 35 years old. Yeah. So think about that. He yeah. started singing when he was 35. Like that's it's pretty wow. It's pretty big turnaround, I yep. would say. Or pretty big. Ain't no sunshine. It's a great song. That ain't gonna happen. Cigars, no way. If you take lessons, it's all about taking lessons though, with that kind I don't of know business. It's about smoking cigars. I don't think it is. It sounds like an excuse to me. Yep, it is. It sounds like a big, big excuse. Yeah, that's what happens with old people. We just what happens is I figure if I make them enough excuses, I'll be dead by the time I have to do anything. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. If you smell bad enough. Yep. And you could probably pursue anything. Yeah. All right. I think we're gonna call it here. Yeah. That's we're, twenty minutes. Yeah, we're worth it. We're, I mean, you that's know, you think 30, about the different stuff that 30. we uh we covered we covered a lot of the major points and I think this is another topic that we're gonna come back to. I think so. I think this will definitely be another topic that yeah. we will come back to. 